When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm a big believer in... Hey, guys, it's the Koi Pond, and I'm here with my uh, my brother. And you know what I mean by that. Yes, yes. I think the fact that you qualify it every time makes it even worse. Do you hate the fact that we have to always like... I don't think we have to. Really? No. Okay, good. Then I'm going to keep doing it. Brother. <laughs> Do I have to say it with the E-R or can I do, use the A? <laughs> you could use the A on that word. Come on, brother. <laughs> um, Just that word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a very big believer in signs. And I think the universe, once you're on track, with the, and I don't, here's the thing, uh, Andre. I, I, I do not like saying things like, the universe and manifestation and you talking to existence and blah. I don't like saying it. Real quick. Yes. Do you not like saying it because of other people who have attached themselves yes. to those words and the way they use it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. And I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like it when people say that. Right. I, I also don't like seeing people that aren't really doing, doing anything. It. Right. And they're going, yeah, I'm trying to manifest. Like, yeah. Yo, know, man, you're, get a job. You're procrastinating. Yeah, you're you're, you're not right. manifesting right. anything. Just stop. Yeah. You, you heard the word and now you're saying it. Right. You're not doing anything. Right. All you have to do is live life. Yeah. That's it. All those things that you're saying, universe and manifestation and talking to existence, that's just called living life. Well, you have to walk in the direction of what yes. of what you're quote unquote exactly. manifesting. You so to, if you if you're dreaming something, mm-hmm. you will automatically walk towards it. Yeah. Your body will do it. Your yeah. mentally your mental will do it. Right. All those things that you say, talking existence, uh, blah blah blah. Like listen to people in the past, people mm-hmm. that have made it. When they tell you their backstory, yeah. they're doing all of those things. They right. didn't know they were doing it. Yeah. They're talking into but, existence. But I, when you're I, walking around, I'm sorry. No, no, but good. when you're walking around handing out flyers and telling people, hey, man, I'm in a band. I'm in a band. Yo, check me out. I'm in a band. That's called talking it into existence. Mm-hmm. That's what that act is. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel the same way about, about and I, we don't have to go deep into this, but I feel the same way about prayer. When people say, I'm praying for this and I'm praying for these things. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But you, you also have to work yeah. In that direction. Yeah. You the have prayer to alone is not going to get you there. No. Just like the manifestation. The, yeah. yeah. If I close my eyes and vision something happening, yeah. that alone won't get me there. Yeah. I still have to walk. Yeah. Yeah. We're living, we're definitely living on God's turf, right? Sure. And God just dumped all the tools that you need all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to you to walk towards it and use them. Exactly. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep, but I, I needed to drink. But that's true, though, right? Mm-hmm. All the elements that you need, all the tools that you need, all the guidance that you need, all the purpose that you need, all the anything that you need to follow your dream or make anything happen is here. It's right in front of you. I think it's it's not in front of you, but it's here. It's up to you to find it. And it's up to you to use it. I think you missed the most important element: is the people. Yes, the people that you need are there too. But. Yes. What, we, what we tend to do is we gravitate towards the wrong people. Wrong people. Because, we, because, our, because our vision of what the purpose is yeah. is all wrong. All wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, and, and here's the thing. I'm not calling anybody out because mm-hmm. I'm just talking just out of experience. Mm-hmm. I, had some pe- I had some dead weight in my corner. Mm-hmm. Dead, heavy ass weight. Yeah. Just holding you, holding me down like an anchor, and I'm a speedboat, bro. I'm trying. I'm, I'm in that. You remember Miami Vice the opening <laughs> yeah, scene? Yeah, that damn yeah. speedboat going mm-hmm. across and that music. He's just flying. Yeah, bro. Complete stop. Anchor holding that thing down. Yeah, you know it's weird. Is some in, in some instances, you run into people who want 
for themselves yep. the same thing that you want. Yes. And 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 that doesn't work. They want they want you to climb, but as you're climbing, they're they're pulling on your pant leg climbing with you and it, and you're not going up. Right. You're just going down with them because right. they're making no effort to put you want someone to put their hands on mm-hmm. the bottom of your feet and push you yes. up. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, "All right, I'll be right there, bro." Yep. Just wanted to help you a little bit. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that do that. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are willing to help you, just help you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you got to make that distinction. What is it? Or, or do you want, uh, this friend right here puts his hands underneath my, my feet and pushes up. This friend over here, he likes to grab my my pant leg and kind of tug me well, down because, a little bit. Because that friend wants to be in that spot. Yes. And you two can't occupy the no, same spot. can't. That doesn't work. No. Man. There is a spot for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a successful spot for, for real. him. Yeah. But it's not yours. Yeah. Your spot isn't for him. Mm-mm. But that's that's how some people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I just some people are like, "Oh, I see you're climbing. Let me hop on your back." Yeah. And then once I can get to a certain spot. But what I is can, that, Dre? Why what is the attraction? What is your attraction to someone like that? Like there's something about that person you like. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to somebody mm-hmm. else the other day. I, I can't remember who it was. And they were just like, ah, I forgot what it was. He was basically a fuck up. And mm-hmm. we both agreed to that. But they were like, God, but I love hanging out with him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but yeah, but no. Yeah. And I've, I've had those friends. I've had that friend where it's like, we, like, if we went to the nightclub, I was so happy to walk in with this dude. Right. Yeah, not because he could get the chicks, because he would build a circle around him and dance, and people would like legit pull their cameras out, mm-hmm. just in awe. And and I loved being a, in in that 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 energy, that space. Yeah, a lot of those people are really super charismatic. Yes, people. very charismatic. Yeah, and so they're they're very um they'll they'll attract you, you know. And so you yeah, you want to hang out with them. Yeah, and it's not like they're it's not that they're bad people. No, it's that. Somewhere along the line, their motive got, got shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to like finally pull away. And here's the thing. I got a lot of tools from that guy, which is also kind of cool. Yeah. He did give me something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did give me something. It cost me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you got to pay for shit sometimes, right? So he had purpose. He did have a purpose, but you know that I mean? purpose ended. No, no, and no. I had but to I mean, realize in that. The long, in the long term, yes. his purpose was to teach you those lessons yes. about other people and about people like him. Yes. I think I, we talked about this before is that I've run into people who I thought, I was like, this person reminds me of this other person. Yeah. But then I would go, my brain would tell me, but they're not the same people. Yeah. But my instincts knows that it's, no, they're the same person. Yeah. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, so like you try to give this person the benefit of the doubt because they're not the the old person but because you recognize that in them yeah they really are do you, you oh yeah i get yeah, it i yeah, get yeah, it yeah, yeah that's so i i don't know man it's hard to walk away from people like that i don't know why i've done it three or four times mm-hmm. you would think you would learn and you don't what is that do is it you know what i think i know what it is as a human mm-hmm. you you want to help Yes. If if you're a good person. Yeah. But you just want to help, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to help this person. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's a fuck up, but I want to help him. Yeah. Right? It's like, <sighs> yeah. And it gets to the point where it's like, well, I want to help me, man. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, hey, yes. Look at the Hi, pup. Steve. What's up, bro? Oh, thanks for bringing the dog. Yeah, man. You guys are taking Yes. What's it? What's the name of the? What's your dog's name? This is Wendy. Oh my Wendy. God, Wendy, come here. Oh, you know, oh look at her, man. I found it, Wendy in the streets of Peru. Are you joking right now? Here, get it. get it. You got to get it. We got to get this on on the microphone. She's a South American His microphone's off. Dog. That's beautiful. Wow. That's, that's so. Hi, so cool. cool. baby. The, the microphone is not on. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we had the pod going. Oh my God. Hold on. We got to get this. Oh, she's beautiful. So we, yeah, dude, thanks for having the liquid death. Check out my shirt. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. Check this out, you guys. So we were talking, you know, earlier about this is what we were talking about, Steve. Uh, uh, before you walked in, we were talking about uh, having people around you that actually bring you down when you're trying to climb up. But for some reason, as humans, we want to keep them around for some reason because you just want to help that person. But 
there comes a time where it's like, okay, this relationship's done because I'm not, I'm not winning. Yeah. I'm not moving anywhere. Right. And that's a hard thing to do to separate from someone that you love. But sometimes you got to love yourself a little bit more. You when just got like when it's not healthy. Yeah, when you. it's not healthy. Yeah. And I think we've all had people like that. You know what I mean? I, I'm pretty sure I was that person once. To time. someone else. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. To someone else. Yeah. So it's like I get it, but it's like sometimes people just get stuck in that 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 spot. They just can't move away. Yeah. They're just in that position. <clears throat> I think uh, I may hear this mic's not even on, but um, no, it's oh, you're on, on now. now. You're on now. Yeah. You're on. Oh, cool. Um, I almost don't even relate to all of that because, um, you know, I, I got in on the 12 step stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like at the point when I got clean and sober, like anybody who was really toxic, negative influence, like yeah. just kind of fell away, man. Yeah. Like, you're not, so you're not any fun to those people. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of go away on their own then. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There are very few people that I had to consciously cut out of my life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 it, what's crazy that it, it, when I'm taught when I brought this subject up, I had no intention to make that relatable to Steve. Right, right. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Like that wasn't yeah. the reason. Yeah. I was just like I was just reminiscing on uh, on someone that was in my life that was just like a fucking burden on me. I felt like I was just carrying this person nonstop, yeah. and it was just. And I felt like I was going nowhere. And, and it sucked because I, I had to end the relationship. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fascinated. I, I've been having trouble with my mic arms on my podcast. And, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly fascinated in, in mic arms. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck I love is it, going Steve. <laughs> I love it, Steve. Steve's fascinated by the microphone arm. And, uh, and I love the fact that he brought Wendy, his dog, Cause she's just looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Just feed me the cheese already." <laughs> it seems like, hold on, Wendy, so I want to reposition my microphone stand again. Yeah, and so, dude, you're doing like arenas. Yeah, dude, that's epic, man. Congrats. Oh, thank you so much. I just man. graduated from comedy clubs to theaters. Oh man, thank which you. Which is like. Such a huge deal. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's fun. Yeah. You belong in the theater, by the way. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, you belong in the theater. Well, you belong in an arena, too, because you, you know, your act is huge, well, and I, it's big, so you need to be surrounded by big energy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've been finding my way gradually. Yeah. I, I've been doing stand-up, consistently touring for just about 11 years yeah. now. Yeah. And did you... And, and, you know, I'm going back to what we were talking about earlier, but it's just like... Now that you're on this road, you know, because you're going hard, you're, and, and that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm still going out, like, kind of on the weekend. Yeah. The, the, this weekend, um, I've got the Paramount Theater in, yeah. uh, in Austin on Friday. Nice. And then I hop over to um, Charlotte, to the nice. McGlohan Theater, and then I'm doing a big festival on Sunday, and I'd come home. But it's, like, out on the weekend and yeah. then back. But, and now, now that you go, do, it, it, like I said earlier, are there negative things around you or you now you just keep your circle tight now that things are going oh, with, with you i like i i'm have the or is it just operation. wendy going with you it's, it's, <laughs> wendy comes with that's the best nice yeah she absolutely comes with me and i just have my, my tour manager he, he's also uh i'm gonna cry oh, right oh. now I, 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 I just just what, what wendy just did was just like right i, I oh swear to god. god dogs are I, first of all we don't deserve dogs all right because right? dogs are everything but like uh wendy just put her paw and, yeah. and, and, and pawed towards steve like it was the cutest uh, thing so anyways yeah Yes, yeah, I have my, my tour manager who's also a, you know, a 12 step guy. Yeah. And, and I really, really pride myself on the fact that I don't have like a crazy entourage. You know how many comedians travel with a bunch of people who make life more difficult for you? Yep. Yes. You yep. Know? And, and I travel with one guy That's beautiful. who makes life like infinitely easier for yep. everybody. I have. I have my, yeah, but my, an opener? My, it's my, my tour manager. Oh, he opens. And he's for not you. a stand-up, and and I just force him to, to open for me as a cruel prank. That's dope. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. It, it, it's fun. He, like uh, his announcement, uh, the voice of God says, "Coming to the stage, Steve's tour manager, 
who uh, is terrified of public speaking and, and um, <laughs> be, being forced to open the show is a cruel prank. That's, that's, his, that's the voice of God <laughs> that he wants out? <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> I love that. And then, and then he comes out and, and he's got his Apple Watch which tells him his heart rate. Yeah, and yeah. he announces it to the crowd. It, it, it generally lingers between uh, like 163 and 170. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. That's so good. Yeah, it, it's better because, you know, having some super random opener, you know, crack jokes about like whatever that, yeah. that isn't related. You yeah. know, it's like from, from the second he walks out, you know, now we're. Kind of, kind of focused on on what the night into about. the show, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and, that's and so, so cool. That. That's dope that you're doing that, man. That's just one guy. I only bring one. I only have one opener. Yeah, and people don't understand it. Like other comics are like, wait, what, you only have one? Yeah, that's all you really need. Right. Everyone's there to see you. You right. know what I mean? I give the guy great time, fifteen yeah. minutes, do your thing, and then we, the show will begin. Right. It's like. Yeah, dude, a procession of a bunch of different openers doesn't make any sense. It makes to me. no sense to me and either. Like historically, when I would have like the the club just kind of source whoever the opener was. Like yeah. if, if the the opener wasn't funny, I just it'd be like it's just right, so uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Man. Like God, like dudes eat, eating dicks out there. Yeah, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't like. I don't want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the worst thing to do when you're out in the audience actually seeing another person eating as many dicks as they can yeah. in a dick eating contest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one time, exactly. Steve, I'm sorry, but this is when I was doing the improv circuit and I wasn't at that point where I could bring my openers yet. So I had to have, sure. you know, right. you know, the clubs book it. Like you said, there's this one guy. I literally went to the manager and go, I will do extra time. <laughs> like just whatever his 15 minutes is, I'll do it. I'll go out cold him for the week i can't I watch can't this it, yeah i yeah. can't this is this is nothing i'm yeah. surprised that that only happened one time even yeah you know um so my rider yeah it, i have uh I, I i i demand a pot of coffee and a salmon fillet for wendy <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the times like they don't have salmon fillet they'll give me uh like a chicken breast or something yeah, yeah. and, and uh, i'll sweat if it's got um, like a lot of seasoning on it yeah i don't think it's good for it but yeah like i like to be low maintenance I like to uh, make life very, very easy. How sick is it? You know, it, it sucks that you know you you have that 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 stigma, right, from your past. Mm -hmm. uh, because the the first thing that I think of is like, oh, Steve Steve's got to have an entourage. Oh, Steve was. Yeah. I knew that. I know you're sober. I yeah. knew that. But I, it's still like when you watch your act, you're still you're still badass. Mind you, your documentary is fucking well, thanks, amazing, man. bro. Like it's it's one thing to, you know. The, the power of jackass was like that crew was oh. ahead of their time. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, all this shit that's happening right now, it's because of jackass. Yep. But it's also cool because you guys legit dreamed to do that stuff. Like you were legit. Sure. You wanted to be in the circus. Uh -huh. Like well, you, I, I wanted to be a famous, crazy stuntman. Yeah. I but you, you did. You go to like, like I did. Yeah. You did all I that did. stuff. But, uh, and it's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, um, you know, when when college wasn't going well, which was as soon as I got there, yeah. <laughs> I uh, kind of thought, man, I'm just not cut out to, to go to class. I, I can't read books. You know, I can't keep a job. Like, the only thing I like is making crazy videos. And so I'm going to do that. I want to be a crazy famous stuntman. And, and everybody I told that to, like, truly felt sorry for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, here, <laughs> yeah. this poor... F fucking loser. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Th yeah. Th thinks he's gonna use a home video camera to become a crazy famous stuntman. Like, what a tragedy! What a shame! Yeah, because there was no precedent for that. And um, sure enough, man, when I dropped out of out of college, I, I was like homeless for three years. I I got like money from the the government testing drugs on me and shit. You know, like yeah. I sold drugs. I followed the Grateful Dead. Like, I, I it, things were not really popping off. You yeah, know? yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then um, ultimately I found out about the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Billy Clown College. And I just thought if I, I could, if I could yeah. graduate from that, then all of a sudden now I would be a trained circus professional and people would take me more seriously as a stunt guy. So I just wow. did that really to further my goal. Right, and, and, right. It's, and it super worked. Wow. <laughs> 
Isn't that crazy, man? Yeah, it didn't work the way I thought it would work. I thought that I would be legitimizing myself by going to clown college, but what it did was it ingratiated me to uh, to a skateboarding magazine, which made uh, which I loved. Man, I loved this this magazine, Big Brother, and they were making these videos that were like cult craze. And uh, the, the guy in charge of making those videos uh, reached out to Spike Jones, who yeah. I think he grew up with. And he was like, Spike, dude, everybody loves our crazy videos, but like nobody really cares about the skateboarding. Was that CK? CKY was, CKY? was, uh, was a similar thing. This was the Big yeah. Brother videos. Okay. These two camps kind of merged. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, Jeff Tremaine reached out to Spike and said, I think if we subtract the skateboarding, what's left over it could be a TV show. Wow. And it was just that simple. And it was literally like the first, like, kind of camp I got involved in, you mm-hmm. know, like. I, and, and how did they discover you? You just auditioned or. <laughs> dude, I, I was such a, a huge fan of, um, of the Big Brother magazine. And, and then there were the Big Brother videos. Um, I was living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hold on, can I interrupt real quick? Sure. When he says videos, you guys, uh, uh, you guys, uh, we're not talking YouTube because that didn't right. exist right. back exactly. We're talking physical VHS, VHS right. tapes. That, that, right. That's how it came and, up. And can I tell you something? I I was oh, I used to produce my own uh, comedy shows. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to rent out theaters. And Dada Footwear was one of my sponsors. It was a black-owned <laughs> streetwear company, and they, the owner Lance Simpson and Carlos Perel, they they showed me the the video that because yeah. you guys would go and solicit sponsors to try and uh, get money for, or maybe I don't know what they were doing, but they were trying to get money for the show. Uh-huh. Oh, so they, they showed you the they Big showed Brother, me that Big that video. video. Oh, yeah, the, the, the ten minute long. Yes, I saw crazy. that, and, and, and I remember they they were in love. They were like, "Yo, <laughs> this show is so." Dumb. They they were so in love with it, and this yeah. is before it became That's, Jackass, right? Right. right. Uh huh. Yeah, they were. Uh, so I saw that. It's so crazy. It, it was it was very similar to how um, South Park. They made like a mm-hmm. ten minute long VHS tape and, yeah. and passed it around. But yeah, that's how I came up, man. I came up video recording and then plugging VCRs together and recording yeah. on. Yeah. That's how I edited. Yeah, and then take the VHS tape and walk it to the post office and 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 physically mail it to whoever I thought would watch it. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. And and um and, and so when Big Bro- I was living in Albuquerque and Big Brother Magazine came like with the, one of their tours, they would do these articles going on tour with uh with with professional skateboarders and when they came to albuquerque i was like okay i'm gonna track them down i don't care if they like me <laughs> like, like i'm gonna and i told them that too. i found them at a skate park and i was like look you guys are, are gonna have me in your magazine i'm just telling you that like whether you like me or not i don't even care i'm gonna get so fucking crazy tonight that you're gonna like write an article about me. I just called it out like that. And uh, later that night, I was hospitalized with like the second degree burns on half my face. Like the skin was burned off half my face from this stunt that I did. What'd you do? I, well, I, I uh, sprayed hairspray all over my hair and lit it on fire. I had a pro skateboarder use my head as a fire breathing torch. And uh, they had my, and I had a mouthful of, uh, of flammable liquid. So then when the fireball comes off my head, I reach my hand into it and my hand's on fire. And then I do, do a, fi- a simultaneous fire breathing backflip. Uh, but the thing was, it started out with the- Hold on. You know that sounds so stupid, right? Like what you just described was a murder, right? Like you, that's a murder, right? That's what you say in court. There, I shot fire at his head. He right. caught it with his hand and smacked his face. He's dead. The, 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 yeah, the guy, the, the pro skateboarder blew the fireball like point blank into my face. Yeah. So my whole head was on fire from the shoulders up. And, and I thought- I better hurry up and do this fire breathing backflip, you know. That was the fire. You had. Yeah, I, I totally carried through with the stunt. I, I had to finish. And, and the I stunt. came, I came up kind of short on the backflip, and so then I landed on my knees, and I was, and everything's on fire, and I'm flailing through the backyard, and um, it, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But you made, this but you made sounds the magazine. awful. But but I made the magazine. <laughs> I made the I magazine. Got, they gave me a little sidebar art article called the Burning Boy Festival. Wow. And, and then I was in there, and and it was actually. After, uh, fuck, it was like it was like later that week, maybe I got uh, 
a call from the clown college saying you got in. <laughs> no like, shit. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like waking up in the morning and having to peel my face off oh, my pillow because my, yeah. all the shit's oozing out of my face yeah. still. And, th- and then you were like, you know what? I could put some makeup on my face. Well, right I, right I, I really yeah, did yeah, need some white makeup. Yeah, yeah. The, the hospital told me that I, that I wasn't going to be able to do shit. They said I couldn't go in the sun for six months. Like I, all this crazy stuff. And I was like, fuck. But what side of your face? Yeah, uh, it was this side. And, and it just healed like no. Like I, I just have crazy healing powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I went off to clown college and it was great. And and that it was uh, Big Brother magazine just got such a kick out of it that I was a clown. I kept showing up in in the magazine. They're like, oh, our circus clown dipshit who drinks bong water. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I became like Circus a regular clown ghost. dipshit who drinks <laughs> bong, bong water. water, and that's that's underneath your headshot. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and that was how it started, man. Wow, that's fucking. But okay, yeah. as crazy as that sounds, right, Steve? It's like. Bro, you had a vision, yeah, and you yeah. made it happen, made it man. Happen. Yeah, like that's more than anyone would do. Like, especially these kids now, they would never do that. Yeah, they just think it's gonna happen. Like right. this dude legit did it. Like lit himself on fire. Lit it. Went to clown school. <laughs> then went to clown school. <laughs> like all of these things that you're saying right now are like, you're not gonna be anything in your life. That, that's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a clown school. Oh, oh I'm gonna yeah, light yeah, my yeah. head on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that sounds successful. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Can I sponsor you? Right. <laughs> like, no. It's a but no, but like, dude, that's crazy that you had that. And then you going after Big Brother and, and yeah. do you still have that issue? Of you, course. You have I, it? I have them all. <laughs> no, the one that the, yeah, your yeah, first yeah. one that you wrote. That, sure. that, oh, that's so dope, yeah. man. Yeah, my sister's the family historian, so she's got like binders and binders of like yeah. everything I was ever. Yeah, and she's nothing like you. She's nothing like <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not but was, were the videos were that was that your goal? Like, was that the end goal? Like, I can create these videos that are gonna that are gonna sell, or was there another like medium that you thought it, was gonna work? It, the, the video was definitely the, the medium mm-hmm. that, that I was after. And honestly, man, like I didn't have a, a business plan. I mean, sure, it would be nice to be able to make a living, but like I was just kind of had it in my head that you know we're all gonna be dead, but I'm gonna have rad videos that keep <laughs> keep playing, and I'll be alive forever. Like it's pretty like kind Damn, of morbid. That is the essence, bro. That's yeah, it. it's sort of like a morbid like. Uh, you know, I was angry at, at mortality. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's driven a lot of uh, my stuff, you know? Yeah. How old were you then? Like that, right, right what you just said, what you just described, how old were you? Uh, 20, 21, 22. That's so cool, man. Yeah. And then I went to clown college when I was 24. Jackass came out when I was 26. That's so badass. Yeah. And even still, man, like, I mean, because I, I had like the drug problems and stuff. And uh, when Jackass came out, dude, I didn't have an ATM card. I had, like, this shady, like, rave promoter, like, acting as my manager and just, like, handling everything financial. Like, I was just like, whoop-de-doo. I just thought that I was going to, like, be dead by 30 and and I had nothing to save for. So I just didn't pay any attention to finances or business. and And I just wanted to just live an absurd life that would be remembered forever. Damn, dude, that's deep, Steve. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then when I got sober, all of a sudden I'm taking care of myself, and, mm. and you know now I'm like living a pretty healthy life, and I have this like terrifying realization that oh god, I might only be like halfway through my life. Yeah, you know that yeah. was the scariest yeah. thing. Most people, yeah. are, most people are afraid to die, and all of a sudden I was like hit with like man. I, I expected to die, and now I realize I might not. Like now, I'm fucking terrified of of living yeah. for a long time. Yeah, you know, man. like I never never paid attention to saving money or, or making good business decisions. You yeah. know, and I, I'm in this career which is like, you know, precarious. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. like there's no like I'm an I'm an attention whore, and nobody wants to pay attention to old people. <laughs> you know? like, and, and, Let me tape myself to a billboard. Right, right, and so so all of a sudden I really you know I, I got kind of panicked and and um that was you know and i was doing stand-up like anyway just because it was something that that, that i'm driven to do because i'm an attention whore yeah but once i realized that 
as a headliner in a comedy club, you can like really make like make sure you gotta do shows from Thursday through Sunday, uh-huh. you know, and like, but but you're going home with like twenty grand, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like and uh, or fifteen or whatever, you know. Um, I was like, oh my god, like it, it was about that time when when I was newly sober and like freaked out a bit, and I was like, dude, I've gotta do this until the wheels fall off like who cares if it's if it's uh like a, a good life you know and i mean i, I know what a shithead i am when i complain about like the the life of a touring com- comic uh-huh. because it's like it's fucking groundhog's day dude yeah, like okay now i'm gonna go to the airport and then i'm gonna check into the hotel mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna get no sleep and wake up and go to the radio station then i'm gonna go to the comedy club and then i'm gonna get to do it all over again yep. i'm gonna order chicken fingers <laughs> right I'm, I'm gonna do it all <laughs> over again I'm gonna salmon for wendy and uh and i mean it, it really just screws up your ability to have like good relationships you yeah. know like a, a life and, and and I, I, did, I, I just said, I don't fucking care. You know, I want to just try to earn as much money as I can while I have this opportunity because I don't want to be 10 years down the road, like, not able to do that and think, fuck, why did I sit on my ass back then? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So yeah, I hit yeah. the comedy hard, dude. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I and, hit the comedy And, and hard. another thing, I don't want to see you at 65 asking someone to shoot fire at your head. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just write the fucking jokes. No more visuals. You only get one layer of skin. You saw what happened to Michael. His whole fucking head exploded. Right. He was done. <laughs> Michael, who? Michael Jackson when he was oh. at the Pepsi commercial. <laughs> that 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 traumatized him forever. Yeah. He was yeah. done. So I don't want you doing that. I don't, be like, I don't want you to be like you remember Daffy Duck when he's like, I can only do this trick once. One time, I tell you. I don't want to see Steve O doing that. Right. I need someone from the audience. To throw gas at my face. Right, uh-uh. right. Nope. That's not gonna I mean, happen. I mean I've been like significantly diversifying my shit you yeah know? like is. i still like my my comedy now is like totally multimedia yeah and it, it's it's pretty epic the way that it works my new tour like i have the footage coming it's on the road with me yeah and uh and it's all new shit it's all just super like in most cases like shit that i would never have been allowed to do for jackass cause yeah it's like so illegal or x-rated you know and, yeah. and i love it my, my my premise on on the show, like my first joke, I say, uh, kind of just out of nowhere, I'm like, guys, I got to tell you, I'm in a fucked up situation, man, a really bad spot. I'm Steve-O in my 40s. And I, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh. it's, it, you know, I mean, it's tough for anybody, but yeah. when your identity is based on like adolescence and, and, right. and you're, you know, like this whole, it's just not okay for fucking Steve-O to be in his 40s. And so yeah. I feel like I'm racing against the clock. Yeah, but you're not racing against the I know, clock. But yeah. I, say, I say this as but, a but you know what's even, But you know what's even crazier is like now you have two avenues to go through, right? Oh, yeah, now you have stand-up where you get to be funny, yeah. physical. You can still do your stuff that you can do at, at this yeah. age. But you know what's even cooler? Now you can do a TED Talk style where you can oh, just yeah, talk totally. about... Where you could talk yeah. about your past, and, like this shit is so interesting. Oh, and, for sure. And motivating and yeah. inspirational. Like people are attached to that. Oh, like dude, to, it's, to it's hear on. the backstory and the shit that you went through and the things you did to make it and to be Steve O. But I, but I don't want to be on the memory lane too. You're anymore. not though. You know, like you're not. That's how yeah. you're looking at it. You're not. It's fucking amazing. Well, th- well, thanks, dude. Yeah. And I, you were the first to do it. Like you gotta like yeah. sometimes we both forget. Like even I like forget that. Oh fuck! I was the first to do that. Yeah, and you gotta appreciate that. Like well, you're just, the first, bro. The, everyone that's doing this shit right now is because of you. <laughs> just when and I'm being honest. Just anyway. when he said he, when he was just like, I want to get, I want to be able to get attention by making these videos. Right. That's exactly yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah. That's what people are doing. Yeah. Now. But you did. But you it were the, the hard. Way. You did it the hard way, and you were the pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even what you do, right? It's not like you're. you're it, it has nothing to do with your Steve O brand, even though that's fucking amazing. But what I'm saying is, like, when you hear someone's hustle and what they did, you know, you just go to a skate park and going, "You're putting me in this magazine." Yeah, people don't have the balls to do that. Right? They're so like that. Like, especially this generation, they just want it now. They want, they want, they want you what you got now. How'd you yeah. get that car? I want that now. Yeah. Do I swipe up? What, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> mm. Mm. 
see, let, let, let me tell you this one crazy story real quick. When I was a little kid, I was a rabid fucking Motley Crue fan, nice. right? I, I was crazy about Motley Crue. Like, I, I was 12 years old. I had nothing on my walls except for Motley Crue. Yeah. Right? And uh, when I was 13, I was living in Toronto. Motley Crue comes to Maple Leaf Gardens for a show, right? Yeah. And I'm all fucking jazzed. And uh, my dad was the president of, of uh, Nabisco Canada. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's what a plug. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you guys want some chili cheese Fritos? <laughs> I got not anymore. He's long since retired. Oh, but, okay, but, okay. but Nabisco had like a skybox. In, in Maple Leaf. Oh, Gardens, yeah, right? okay, you know? all right. And, and my dad was like, I know you love Motley Crue, and, and Nabisco has the skybox. Nobody from Nabisco gives a fuck about Motley Crue. So if you want, I'll, wow. take, you to the, I'll take you to the Motley Crue concert. We nice. can watch from the skybox. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Dad, watching Motley Crue behind a plate glass window sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Typical and, teenager. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and my dad was like, all right, well, if you don't want to go, then fuck it, I won't take you. You right. know, like, fuck you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he's like... You know, like if you can get better seats, then then by all means do it. So the day before the concert, I, I see on the news, like these fucking asshole rock stars come to our city and fucking light this on fire or whatever it was, you know. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like the the concert's tomorrow, and and they're here today. Yeah. And so that means they're in a fucking hotel yeah. and I can find them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 13. It's, no. it's, it's 1987 and I'm 13 years old and I'm like, okay, they're in a fucking hotel. And I'm like, I, I know all the, the their, their real names. Like, like, like a Nikki six is, is like Frank Carlton Ferrano. Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. Vin, Vince Neal is, is Vincent Wharton. And I'm like, okay, they're not going to check in under their real names. They're not going to check in under, like, I'm Nikki Six, like, you know, I'm like, I guess they're going to check in to the hotel under the name of their manager. So I go fucking hauling ass to the to my bedroom and pull out all my tape sleeves, and I'm like, look here. The manager on, on every one of them says, Doc McGee. I'm like, I got it, dude. They're fucking in a hotel under Doc McGee's name. No. So I go fucking to the kitchen, and I open up the yellow pages, and I just start at the top of the list. Not not skipping one. The very fucking top of the list, and, and I called every single hotel. Like the, And when the, the hotel answers, hello, can you put me through to Mr. Doc McGee's room, please? <laughs> Down the list. And, and, and uh, this, this was on a Saturday. My dad's, like, watching football. Mom's, like, in the kitchen. There was, there was no even call waiting at that time right, right. Right. like I'm tying up the house for him. my mom's pissed so my mom's like you know, so stop, you know, stop with this, these calls you're tying up the house for him. like I say mom I'm calling Motley Crue and my dad <laughs> being like the badass you know he's like he, all he ever wanted was to see me like on fire, you know, <laughs> like just all he ever wanted was to, for me to show initiative and yeah, then, yeah. So, so he says he, he says to, to my mom like honey He's calling Motley Crue. <laughs> and I sit there for fucking hours. There, I remember there, there was like a false alarm, like some other McGee, like whatever, but I just fucking stuck with it. And then I get put patched through to a hotel room and this guy answers the phone. I say, hello, is that Doc McGee? This guy says, no, this is Doc's brother, Scott. Who's this? And I'm like, as in Molly Crew, You know, he's, and he's like, sounds annoyed. He's like, how'd you get this number? And I told him what I did. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking called every hotel in the Yellow Pages? Dude, that's awesome. He says, how would you like it if I put your put you on the list for backstage passes and I can, and, and I can, I can set you up with tickets in, in, in the fifth row? <laughs> like, wow. like fifth row, like dead center fucking like, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right on. So, uh. So, so dad fucking took me to the show. I had two tickets for me and my dad fucking backstage. <laughs> Dude, can, can you bring up the pictures? <laughs> Wait, for real? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> this is so crazy, bro. This was like, By the way, what was the name of the hotel? If you say Travelodge, I'm going to die. I, 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 I don't, that I don't remember. <laughs> that, that I don't remember. See, there, there I am over there. With where, where? That little. The little oh, yeah. oh, the yellow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one. Click that one. That's crazy. And then you see me with uh, Nikki Six too. Wait, that, what? That's, yeah, that's crazy. Like, like, uh, okay, go go up, what, go up one to the one you're on. Yeah, click that. There's me and Nikki Six and Tommy Lee. 
That is incredible, Steve. Yeah, October 25th, 1987. And, and, and I honestly... Yeah, I think you legit... I just made it happen. <laughs> I just made it happen. <laughs> I made it happen. And uh, I, I'd like... I point to that experience as like something that fucking turned me into a monster because it's yeah. like, dude, I, like I, I can I can make shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when I yeah. when I when I dig in my heels, right? Like I can fucking pull off anything. Yeah, man. I can I can make shit happen. That's yeah. Amazing. And and after that, every bad report every report card was bad. You know, I was always in the, you know bad report card that every time. And and my dad like, no matter what the situation was, my dad would always say, "Son, if." If you would just show the initiative, <laughs> if you would just apply yourself the way you applied yourself to meeting fucking Molly, graduate. That's so funny. It was like he held it over my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so. Hey, son, you remember when you read all those phone numbers in the book? Why don't you read a real book? It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a great story. That bro. is. I've told it a lot, but uh, but but yeah, I gave you a, a more. I've never t- included the the dad skybox story so much. Yeah, yeah. That, that, no, that's, that's a cool. big piece of it. Uh, what did Tommy think when you told Tommy the story? Oh, dude, Tommy. Tommy's so nice. Yeah, oh, he's the he's best. So nice, yeah. man. He's the fucking greatest. I was I, I in uh, when shortly after Jackass came out when we'd been. Filming the first movie, 2002. I got arrested for like some fucking shit, you know. Like uh, mm. it, it was. I mean, it, like there were two charges. One was for stapling my ball sack to my leg in, in like this in, in Terrebonne Parish. <laughs> I think in, I remember that. In, in Louisiana, that was like the headline. Like yeah. Steve Stebo is facing prison time for stapling his ball sack to his leg. You know, Which and, but, but the like more, a, yeah, it's your balls. Offense. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and it, was, it was an eighteen and over show too. So I think you like, should only go to prison if you staple your balls to someone else's thigh, <laughs> and they didn't even know. They just wake up in first class and you got a set of nuts on the side. What the fuck, Rob Stevo? Yeah, that should be jailable, jailable for right. sure. Yeah. The, the, the more serious thing was that during this show, um, like, uh, the, the, part of it was that I would like chug out of a bottle of tequila the whole time and I had the tequila like uh, sitting at, in, at the front of the stage. And like, it's just, some kid like climbed onto the stage and grabbed the bottle of tequila. And I, I was just kind of like not even paying attention, but the the college football player bouncers like just zipped over and like neutralized the kid, got the ball. And I was just like, wow, I'm like I'm impressed by these bouncers, and I think they could really fuck someone up. So who wants to try and play a game of British Bulldog, try and run across the the stage past these bouncers? It'll be great, you know. And uh, and so like there, there was like a, a the, the tiniest little nineteen year old kid, but he was so excited, he was jumping up and down like me, me. He was the only kid I saw, and I was like, okay, you. So the kid tries to run across the stage past the bouncers, and it was thoroughly anticlimactic. They they just grabbed him. And, and perhaps feeling that it was anticlimactic, these two huge college football player bouncers just, like in unison, raised the kid up above their heads and just slammed him on the fuck. on the stage, like he was knocked out, like just oh, twitching, like oh my god, it was it was it was it was a gnarly scene. And somebody in the crowd had been filming with like an old school, like a VHS. Well, I don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, what he's, he's rolling, like old. This just in Steve he's British. Right, like an old video VHS camera. Yeah, yeah. And and they were like, "Oh man, like that was crazy what I just filmed." And they sent it to the news, and the oh, news was like, the, the no. news was like, "Oh well, this looks more like a crime," you know. And the news right. sent it to the cops. By the time uh, it, it it sort of caught up to me, I was already back in L.A. And um, the the dude, it was. I, I showed up on the the f- fugitive list. What? Like, what? Like, yeah, well, because I, I was, you know, it, it was a. Like a fugitive, it happened in. It was a fugitive award warrant. Yeah, right, right. It right. happened in Louisiana, in Louisiana. Right. And now I'm in LA, and so they put out like a fugitive warrant, and uh, it was a, a warrant for like one point. 
well, I want to say $1.12 million bail. But what were you charged with? Yeah, I was charged with uh, felony obscenity, for which they, they put okay. a, a million-dollar bail. It was the, mil- the million-dollar staple. That's for the staple thing. Yeah, right. and the staple thing. And then there was a second charge of principal to second-degree battery. Oh. I think that's what it was. Like, um, because I orchestrated the whole thing you right. know like i set it up you're gonna do this you're gonna do that yeah. so i was the principal to to make uh, that happen oh, and uh and, and and all put together i was facing eight years in prison holy shit i mean not that like that ever you know right it, that was yeah. never gonna happen but right. I, I was duly freaked out and everybody told me that i was gonna be under a microscope at that time you know like do fucking behave yourself you know they're like they're probably gonna like have you piss for a drug test at some point don't do fucking drugs you know, like, uh, that's going to make you look awful. You know, don't go to fucking titty bars. Like, just fucking lay low, is yeah. was what they told me. And you didn't do it. It wasn't that. I mean, it was, the like, dude, telling me not to do drugs at that time was a tall fucking order. Really? But, but I, I, I just kept myself holed up in my apartment. Yeah. And, 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 and while holed up in my apartment, I'm like... I, I, I go to Tommy Lee's website. <laughs> and, and, and this is <laughs> Doc <laughs> McGee. <laughs> well, Doc with right, Doc I mean, McGee <laughs> dot com. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> remember me? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, it, was, it was like I just went to Tommy Lee dot com, and it's crazy how in two thousand two. Tommy Lee had like a message board that wow. was like, you know, like fully functional, like yeah. super on top. And I, and I left a message on his message board being like, hey, dude, like, just figure, you know, I got nothing better to do. I figured I'd tell you how I met you, you know, like, just whatever. And I explained my legal situation yeah. I was in. Like, I put my email on there, I think. Well, definitely put my email on there because it was like the next day I get an email and it says, Tommy Lee here. You know, and I'm like fucking rad. And so now I got an email from Tommy Lee and I open it up and it says, dude, you're in almost as much trouble as I've been in. <laughs> and, like, and, and we became bros, you know, like uh, it, it, was, it was just crazy because, you know, I, I remember like I, I would only ever email him if I had something that was like fantastically entertaining. You know, yeah, I never yeah. wasted his time. Yeah. Like, but, but, but he would hear from me every once in a while and like he'd get a kick out of it. And then a couple years later, he wasn't even in Motley Crue at that time, but then he rejoined Motley Crue and they're going to do this. And he hits me up. He's like, dude, dude, this is so crazy that all these stories coming together because he hits me up. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking getting, I'm back with Motley Crue. We've been rehearsing for like however many weeks. We're doing a fucking show. And and I want to, to announce the tour. He says, I want you to get on stage and do something super fucked up and introduce us, you know? And I'm like, dude, how full circle, dude. It's so yeah. killer. And you and, were like, I have staples. Right. <laughs> 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 well, right. And, and, and it was at that same time. That dude, I, there was, I had two emails. There was the one from Tommy, like, call me up right now. Fuck, I want to do this thing. And then the, the, the other email was from my business manager saying, hey, dude, um, you're getting sued for brain damage from the kid that got spiked on his head. And he's oh. like, and my, my business manager said, you know, it looks like you're going to lose a lot. Right. Or everything, <laughs> and, and I was just like, but then I was talking to Tommy Lee. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see that phone call. Yeah. Right. Kid has brain damage. He's gonna sue. You're probably gonna lose everything. Okay, and you were like, got it. Hey man. I gotta talk to Tommy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we're meeting up for lunch. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and we were in, I was, this all went down, I was checking my email while in Orlando, going to like Disney World with my niece who was maybe like four at the time or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, how did, how that kid end up? Is he, did, did Oh, he's he, fine. He's fine. Yeah. There, 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 there was like a, a whole, you know, the, the, yeah, it was. But everything worked out? Yeah. Everything yeah. Yeah, Man, dude, good. that's. I mean, that was a, my impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Every every lawsuit, yeah, is for brain damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're always gonna, you know, yeah. they're always gonna say it was brain damage. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it, 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 um, yeah. I don't, I don't think it was. 
I think the guy the guy is perfectly fine. Yeah, and, and whatever you know, the the lawsuit ran its course. So yeah. yeah, Steve, let me ask you. Okay, first of all, uh, my son grew up on Jackass, right? So cool, uh, I was the guy that took uh, you know his three year old. To see Jackass, <laughs> and everyone, you know, everyone's there. They all know what Jackass is, right. and everyone's just kind of looking at the guy with the little kid. You know what I mean? And then Jackass 3D came out, yeah. And his mom takes him to that one, so now she looks like an awful mom, especially the opening scene with the dicks flying in slow motion. Oh my god! And my son and his best friend are like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Like, it was the great. Like you guys were so good, man, and your intros were so amazing. Like. Like, if you were to make a movie out of this home movie TV show, mm-hmm. like, you guys did it. Yeah. Like, it was so crazy. So, which one was your favorite I cannot, jackass I cannot intro? Wait. I for this can't, one? I cannot wait for you to see the four? new one. Yeah. Is this yeah. four, right? It's four. Yeah. And it's, it's called Jackass Forever. And they've oh. just pushed the date, which was October 22nd, to February 4th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so wild, too, because when uh, the. You know, we had like a like a cast Zoom call. Yeah. You know, and Spike Jones explains. He says that uh, you know Paramount has some kind of like way to measure the the public's comfort level with going to the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back in May, when all the vaccines were you know happening and and like the it seemed like it was all over. Back in May, it was 90% of the public was comfortable going to the theater again. Yeah. And then mm. now he said that that number's dropped down to 60%. Right. Really? Which I, I almost think seems a little a little high. Yeah. You know, given what's the, what the news looks like. But they said with that in mind, you know, and, and then the director, Jeff Tremaine, he comes out, he says, so we're going to push it to to February 4th. Oh, okay. And it's, you know, like the, the whoever's speaking, it's like the speaker view. You know, so yeah, then, yeah, then, yeah. then one of the guys, one of the jackass guys, Dave England, he because he's go, oh, he's got his hand, his hands on his head like no, and I'm and I'm like I'm like I'm like Dave, what are you worried about? I said right. I said bro, there's a big buzz around this movie. The trailer's been fucking blowing up. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we're like we're kind of hot shit right now. Right. Yeah, right. and the second that movie comes out, oh, it's gonna it's be, gonna be old news, right. and we're gonna be washed up losers again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's ride the way. So, yeah. so the, the more you can kick yeah. it down the road, the, yeah. more, the further you can kick this can down the road, the longer we're hot shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's the way I see it. Oh. I said Carter Five, baby. <laughs> 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 that's, that's so funny. Yeah. That's funny. And and then uh and and then Spike Jones, you know, becomes the screen. He's he's laughing. He's ah, oh, Steve-O, that's great, man. I never even that that would never have occurred to me. Yeah. And then and then Jeff Tremaine, the director, he's, he says, okay, but I'm just not really comfortable, you know, having this on the shelf. I need all of you guys to behave yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's so funny, man. Oh, that's great, man. Yes. How, and who's not who's but like out of the the group like what is your aside from steve which one is your favorite to watch well, first, first you asked me yeah which which movie oh yeah which yeah. which was your favorite intro i mean forget about the intro i love like, the like, bulls I, I loved it when you the, yeah, the, what was that cattle like it, it, yeah that was my favorite bro it, intros aside just as like the the full project yeah i, I don't think anything will ever beat jackass number two because at that yeah, time yeah. dude we were we were out of our fucking minds it was yeah. like Motley Crue in the 80s. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it was just like, we were, the, the, like, it, it was just all, where everything worked. The risks that were, you know. Yeah. And then, and uh, then the third movie was, like, way more financially successful. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was in anywhere near. And then now really? this fourth movie. You like this one. It, this, I think this fourth movie is so much fucking better than the third really? one. Really? Nothing will ever touch the second yeah. one. But this one, I think we blew the fucking third one out really? of the water. Wow. Oh, I can't that, wait. That's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's what I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Now, to this day, me and my son still agree that you guys have the, uh, the ultimate prank. It's it'll never. It's the one with Jay Chandrasekhar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's <laughs> the greatest <clears throat> prank ever, and it was genius. And uh, and I can watch it over and over and over again. And I mean, all the way up until the pubic hair on the face. Right. Like he, like his his world. Who was that again? That was was danger. that danger that was Danger Danger Aaron, Dan Aaron right? McGee. Yeah, yeah. Danger Aaron right? Danger Aaron. Yeah. And uh and 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 just 
it just his when everything was unfolding all the way down to the pubic hair and he's like fuck man like, <laughs> so is it layers, ever gonna yeah. stop <laughs> fuck man stop yeah the layers to that were yeah. really something else it was amazing man I remember, remember that we, we uh, had a creative meeting at, um, at Jeff Tremaine's house you know we'd get together and just throw around ideas yeah. and so we're at Jeff Tremaine's house and, and I said hey man for what it's worth you know I, I uh, looked at my 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 pubic bush and found it to be like so like obnoxiously out of control that that uh i shaved it off and then like, like there was so much of it i just figured fuck i might as well hold on to it so i, I stuffed it into an empty drugs baggie you know some little like, cocaine baggie <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and i said and it's sitting in my it's sitting in my uh, medicine cabinet in my bathroom for what it's worth <laughs> <laughs> that was your creative input <laughs> I don't really have an idea for a prank, but I got a bag full of pubes that I cut off, and it might be laced with cocaine. I'm gonna sit back down. That was that. Was, the seed was planted. That, that was it. What are we gonna do with the bag of pubes? And that's how it all went down. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, bless everybody for for developing that into such a hit. Oh, and, dude, uh, it was so, so good, dude. Yeah. I can watch it over and over again. Yeah. It's so good. And 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 the, and the word idiot can't be used any better than because he's an idiot. Like I would never ever like even if it's for the movie, go dressed up like that to an airport with bombs on my chest. You fucking moron! Like how desperate are you for fame that you're willing to go away for life right. for a prank? You dick. Right. It was so good. It was so fucking good, dude. Oh, bum bum, uh, bum bum. This fucking jackass. So funny, oh, it was dude. so good, dude. It was so good. He, or, or when he's on the ground, he's like Johnny Knoxville, dude. You don't know Johnny Knoxville? Dude? That's Bam. He's famous. That's Bam, man. He's famous, dude. What the fuck, dude? Get the fucking truck, dude. Joke, man. Oh, so good, dude. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. How how did the Knoxville and you like? How did that happen? Like, how did that whole thing come together? Knoxville came into the picture through Big Brother magazine before I did, and uh, he he his I think Knoxville's story is he was doing like the testing things, right? Right. Knoxville's story is very much the bad company song, shooting star. Yeah, you know, yeah. like he's eighteen years old. You know, it says, Mom, I'm going to go away. I'm going to be a big star someday. You know, like, yeah. he, uh, you know, he, he, like, as soon as he graduated high school in Knoxville, Tennessee, he's off to L.A., 18 years old. You wow. know, Mama comes to the door, teardrop in her eye. You know, he says, I'm going to be a big star. And he goes out to L.A., and, and he wants to be an actor. And uh, he's doing, like, pretty much, like, the the routine like auditions this and that find some success as uh, in, in television commercials but largely like his, his, his dreams are not realized and, and he finds himself like approaching 30 years old yeah. and now it's like okay I'm fucking sick and tired of doing it everybody else's way now I'm gonna force people to 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 Whatever to, I mean, I'm going to discover myself with yeah, his plan. Yeah. You know, he was also writing um, articles as a freelance journalist, like on a per word rate for like whatever the articles were. Yeah. And um, he pitched this idea to do a, a a product review of self defense equipment. I saw that saying like I'm going to you know get sprayed with red pepper spray like point blank in my face. I'm going to get with the stun gun with the taser gun, and then I'm going to put on a bulletproof vest and shoot myself with the 38 caliber. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! And uh, every he pitched it everywhere, far and wide, to the Letterman, like Howard Stern, like you know every everywhere. You know, that you could possibly pitch an idea to. And everywhere turned it down, except for Big Brother Skateboarding Magazine. Because <laughs> 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 Jeff Tremaine was like, I really like it. Yeah. And, uh, 
And he was like, you know, go ahead and film. Because since it was Big Brother magazine, he, the Knoxville was like, okay, well, this will just be, I'll just write it, you know, as an, an article. Yeah. And, and Tremaine was, said, like, go ahead and film it. I won't be there, but make sure right. you get the video. And say this would, and then this came out in the Big Brother video. Mm. And, did, uh, what, what was Tremaine? He was the editor or what? He was the editor in chief, yeah. Wow. And then he ended up being the director for all of these, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. This is such a crazy yeah. world that just all came together, yeah, man. Yeah. Jeff Tremaine became, I want to say, the editor-in-chief uh, at the point when Larry Flint bought Big Brother Skateboarding Magazine. Really? And, huh? and, yeah. Larry Flint had like maybe like 27 porno magazines and a skateboard magazine. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Kids. Yeah. And at one point... There was a like a, a, a mix up in the mailroom, so every subscriber of Taboo magazine, mm -hmm. which like Taboo, like ooh, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. like hardcore porn, right? Yeah. Sorry, every subscriber of Big Brother magazine received, received Taboo. The taboo. <laughs> <Very> nice. <laughs> that literally happened. Very nice. That's so funny, <laughs> mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> doesn't know what to do because his mom's holding a big brother and there's a fucking <laughs> and, and, and ass and blasters. Right. And, and every subscriber of Taboo got big brother. Oh, it was uh, called Taboo. Yeah, yeah. The taboo. magazine was the called magazine Taboo. Was called yeah. taboo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a porno oh, magazine called yeah. Taboo. Like, what's not okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's so crazy, man, that, that every character in that, you know, in that crew it's so perfect, man. You yeah. guys are like hand and glove together. Like and then you guys pair up and you guys are even better when you pair up too. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 so cool to find that chemistry. To find any chemistry in any group yeah. is hard to find. Yeah. And especially to do the type of shit that you guys are doing right. and to have the longevity, exactly, you know what I mean? Just yeah. the anxiety alone watching it. I can only imagine how it is on set, the anxiety. And, you know the reality is that on set it's just fucking Chaos. This, it's the slowest, longest process of just like things taking forever to get like the tiniest snippet of footage. Yeah, yeah. and and, and the, the 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 rate of production just over the in the, in the beginning it was bona fide. Turn on the camera until we're all laughing, and then we got it cool. You know, like yeah. And 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 like just over the years, the production got bigger and bigger, and everything just got slower and slower. Right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Not to say that it's not fun and and that we don't have a blast, but uh, but it's just not the 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 crazy like excitement that you would imagine. It comes more judge. tedious. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, like if 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 you ever bring like one of your friends to the Jackass set, you kind of have to warn them ahead of time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, it's not going to be like bouncing off the wall. Right, right. right. It's gonna, yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna have to tell them, hey man, you know they're forty now, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're eating Skin. soft cheese. <laughs> It's it's not it's not that I mean the the shit's as crazy as it no ever I was. know it, it, the shit's as crazy as it ever was it's just that it's the slow yeah you yeah know, meticulous like setup and all that it's very produ yeah, dude, very produced the fucking the, the fourth movie is so so yeah. fucking awesome and, and for me because like I I was I was just a fucking drug addict mess on the you know the the first two yeah you know I mean I was like there were there were there were times when it was like it, very similar to that final scene in Boogie Nights where he's just all cracked out on meth yeah, and yeah. he's like I wanna I'm ready to shoot I'm ready to shoot and he's like I can't shoot you like this you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah Burt Reynolds is telling Burt, right. you know, like, you're just not in any shape I can't shoot you like this you know that yeah. would be like Tremaine you're not on you're, you're this is, yeah. Not today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and that, 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 that. And it's funny because you have a hose and you have like a lighter. <laughs> like, Come on, man, I'm going to fart. <laughs> I'm going to fart. I'm going to light it on fire. And someone's going to eat a marshmallow with it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Steve, just go back. You're high yeah. again. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that, you know, so that happened a lot. And then on the third movie, I, I was newly sober, like, you know, like super vulnerable, not comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. Like I hadn't found my voice, you know, like early sobriety is some uncomfortable shit. Yeah. And then, uh, like then 10 years go by. Since three? Since three. It's been it, 10 years? It came out in 2010. Oh my God. It's, it's 11 years ago now. Oh, so, uh, so, so over the course of those 10 years, 
you know, I'm, I'm fucking on tour doing stand up the entire time. You yeah. know, I've fully found my voice. Yeah. You know, like I'm thriving. You know, yeah. I'm doing start like with all my uh, shit that I'm doing, like with YouTube and all, just like producing my own comedy specials. Like, yeah. you know, like really just evolving and like I've just found my voice and this confidence. So yeah. in, in the fourth movie, I just feel like I've blossomed. You yeah. Know? Like I've, I've, I've blossomed and, you know, I'm just so much more vocal, like just throwing in, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, I saw a screening of it and when I did, I was just like, fuck dude, like, good. <laughs> like dude, I, I, I'm all over that shit. Oh, you know? that's I just felt like I'm, I'm all over that shit and yeah. I'm, I'm fucking funny in that. Yeah. You know? that's like, yeah. I'm really stoked on it. Ah, oh, Steve. Yeah. You're amazing, bro. Thanks, man. Your energy is so beautiful. I appreciate your smile it. And, and the way you laugh, we can tell it's so sincere and right. genuine. And yeah. you're just a great fucking dude. And you're just a model of what inspiration and motivation equals, right? Yeah, Greatness. Man. And that's yeah. you, dude. <laughs> no, that's my dad said I made this like silly documentary like way yeah. a long time ago. And my dad had this great quote. He said, He said, When Steve puts his mind to it. Uh, he can accomplish anything that he yeah. sets out to do. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's a fairly narrow slice of the pie. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm, this, I'm, like, you know, I'm this unstoppable force when I'm like jazzed about something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but there's very few things that get you there. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. ask me how a dishwasher runs. That's so funny. Look, Steve, when he puts his brain to it, yeah. he's unstoppable. <laughs> Unfortunately, his brain's on fire right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, you're amazing, man. Thanks, man. God, I'm so happy I got to finally meet you. Yeah, yeah likewise, man. man. That, like, you're a genius, bro. And, and like I said, dude, you started this shit. You started it. And it's uh, and I can't wait to for the world to see part four. Cause, uh, dude, I, I can't wait. You guys are legends, man. I can't wait for that, and and I can't wait for like this. The, the secret of, of what I'm doing with my stand up is still a pretty well kept secret. Yeah. Even though I'm finally making it to theaters, but I'm I'm up to some special ass shit. Oh, with that's my great. New tour. And, oh, I can't uh, wait. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. Where are you gonna be at? Like, what's coming up? Uh, coming first? up, I got Austin, Texas, Paramount. That's right. What's what date? Uh, September 10th. September 10th. When does this come out? Uh, next week. Oh, next week. Okay, yeah, so that, right? that'll so, have happened. No, 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 October. Oh, this is not until October? <laughs> Wait, can we switch it? Uh, <laughs> it I'll doesn't talk, matter. I'll talk to Aristotle for sure. Yeah, dude, no, no, we're going to push dude, it. Dude, does, doesn't matter the least. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't give a fuck. It, it's, it, I don't give a fuck, and, and I got my ticket selling, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm not tripping. Uh, you're right. the shit, dude. Yeah, dude. Thanks, dude, man. I Thank love you, man. Steve. Yeah, I love you're you too, man. Thanks, bro. This was a blast. This was amazing. Love you, Steve-o. Love you. Love you,